actually Monday, August 2nd. Yeah, it's it's a little later than usual. I was uh, I told Jenna yesterday I was not in the mood for peopling. And I felt bad because uh her our niece, yeah, um had her first communion. Yeah. And um basically just some things caught up with me and I was just like not in the headspace to be anywhere. Plus my back was hurting really bad the last two days. It's good today. So that's part of the reason why I'm in a much better mood now. Good. Um well, but, I'm freaking exhausted from the last six days. Yeah. There's a lot. I'm like I'm talked out. Just I don't have anything to say. <laughs> yeah. I'm tired. Don't mind me. I'm just gonna snooze in the corner. <laughs> Just talk. Go ahead. I'll listen later. <laughs> so, well, basically, the, the one of the things that's been weighing heavy is a uh, friend of all my life and I are not talking at the moment. And a lot of it, Ooh. a lot of it has to do with, you know, um, he's just kind of like realizing things and um, basically dealing with things that he's never dealt with. And it's he's mad at me right now because I am the more dominant personality. And it was funny because when all this stuff comes down, he, he had a blow up and a hissy. He's he's had a history of hissy fits because he doesn't know how to express himself. So I'm like, what the hell's going on? And then I was trying to contact him for a while. He's just not responding. And then finally, I got like, a, I did not know that you could have text that long. Yeah, like, it was like a dissertation. <laughs> yeah, it was it was super long. And then it was like, like don't well, contact this, me. This text should have been an email. <laughs> and. And it was like, don't contact me. I'm working on things. I need space. And I'm like, what the fuck? Because, you know, yeah. part of my issues with, you know, being child of alcoholic and all that stuff is I want to fix things. I, I don't even think that has to do with you being an alcoholic child. I think it's your personality. Maybe. You just need things on the up and up. And you need things not to ha- be floating out there unresolved or right. um, open ended or anything. Like, no matter right. what it is, you're like, I fucking want to check the box. It's done. <laughs> Yeah, if it's if yeah, if there's something to be done, it needs to be finished. And the thing is is that it was really having I'm really struggling with the problem of not knowing and being in limbo. And that's the thing is like if I could deal with it, it doesn't work out, then at least I know and I'm done with it. And the limbo thing is really causing a problem and you know, I felt a lot of relief uh when I discussed with you, you know, I'm just gonna put a date on the calendar like you had suggested at one point that right. you were doing with me at one point and that I would be able to um, say, okay, by that date, at least there'll be a decision. And the thing is at first I was like, I don't want to keep you guys from him because that's not fair. You guys have your own relationship with him and everything. And I was just going to say, you know, try to ignore it. And that was my original feeling. And I came back to you afterwards. I'm like, no, go ahead and let them, do whatever you do. Just don't let me know about it. And then, right. Then it came up that you had some information. Then I was like, I realized that hurt a lot knowing that he was pursuing that relationship with everyone, but me that I'm the black sheep. And I didn't like doing it, but I told you yesterday, I was like, you know, part of why I was really upset is it kind of occurred to me that like, that's not fair. That'd be like me going to his mom and being like, let's have a relationship right around him. And the thing is, basically, like, if he needs space, he needs space. And you respecting 
my wish that, you know, if he wants to be alone, let him be alone. And even if, you know, until he talks to me, just let him. I don't agree with you, but you have asked me and I don't want to do anything that would unnecessarily cause you anguish, pain, hurt. And that's the thing is I'm not doing it to be spiteful. It hurts. I get it. And definitely not spite. Um, but the thing is, uh, it just sometimes feels like, like you're like, well, fine. Like, yeah, what came to mind was beauty and the beast, right? If she doesn't eat with me, she doesn't eat at all. Right. And that's, that's the thing is, I was like, it's not like, uh, okay. It's not that. And I've been fighting it going, okay, you know, this sucks, but it'd be like, not that I ever would, but like, imagine if I was trying to be friends with jason Ew. her ex i'm just saying imagine how i don't even talk to him you get what i mean though <laughs> so the thing though is that i that's not the same thing no but it's, it's probably the closest you understood you would understand but in any case the thing is if it was anyone else i would be like whatever fuck it i don't care like you were saying and i'm like the difference is i've known this guy all my life and there's only yeah. like three people that i would really be upset about and the when thing I that's think, oh, sorry, the thing that's funny is I had no idea there were any issues. I've been playing by the same playbook we've had since we were kids, and there's never been any sort of hey, you know, whatever. And in the last three years since I've been medicated, you know, you've said I if somebody brings something to my attention, I'm like, oh shit, let me fix this, and I work yeah, on now, it immediately. Yeah, sure. And the thing is, in the last three years, I've been noticing a lot of various things and working on things. And whenever I do, I mean, I'll go to complete strangers I meet that get hired at work and I'll be like, hey, look, here's the playbook on how to deal with me with some of my issues. Here's how, if you want something from me, here's the best way to approach me, yada, yada, yada. And, you know, in this long dissertation, it was basically like, we have an unhealthy relationship, so forth. And I went to you and I was like, he's saying we don't have a healthy relationship. And you're like, I'm like, yeah, you don't. And I was like, I thought you knew that. And I'm like, what? Really? And I'm, and I was asking you very openly. Yeah. Like, I please said, describe to like, me what you're basically what you mean. The, the big brother yeah. that pushes around the little brother and the little brother keeps it all inside. Right. And 40 years later explodes and big brother's like, what the hell? No one ever said anything. (laughs) Right. And that's the thing that that's part of what's so frustrating about it too, is because of if, and the other thing too, is like in the last three years when I've been coming to him saying these things, I don't think he's been hearing me because he's still got the filter on of who I was when I was younger. I don't know because the thing is, is like he, he was upset that I'm quote giving him rules and I'm like, I'm not, giving you rules i'm giving you tools that i'm learning about myself about how to deal with me which doesn't make sense to someone who hasn't figured that out for themselves maybe so the thing though is that i you know i hope that he reaches out to me before the deadline i hope that he's willing to talk to me in front of a therapist yeah so that they'll help him process what I'm saying if he's not ready to hear it. And maybe same um, for you. Maybe you're going to have a hard time hearing what he's saying. That might be helpful. And too. I think you're also going to need somebody that's like I said, I think you need, you guys need a neutral third party who will stop you from bulldozing over him because but, that is your guys's tendency. 
but also at the same time, even if he was willing, if he's willing, I don't have a problem talking with him in front of his therapist. No, no, no. I know. That's why I said. Yeah. But like, even if it's his therapist, somebody needs to be there to say, dude, wait, you're not listening. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Let him finish. (laughs) And so that's the thing is I'm, I'm. Maybe we double medicate you that day. I was literally just thinking that you've been doing that a lot with me lately is there's been like today, there was two different instances where I was like, I literally, before I could type it, you were responded with the same thought. Yep. And the thing is that I, that's my whole issue right now is like, I'm willing, you know, 50% right off the top. That's my responsibility. And, you know, it's like when I told my mom, when I left my ex, you know, my ex beat me. She used drugs. She did all kinds of stuff. Right. And I told my mom when I get home, and she was being sympathetic and stuff. I was like, I'm 50% to blame. Yeah. You know, because I allowed it to happen. I didn't speak up for myself, you know, so forth. I don't necessarily and, think that it's 50% in those situations. I think that you do have to acknowledge that your fault in it was that you allowed it to continue and you didn't stop it and you didn't stop right. the cycle. You didn't extricate yourself sooner than you did. Right. Right. But I don't necessarily think it's 50 50. Mm. Because I think any relationship at all is going to break down to 50 50, regardless. Mm. Yeah, but it just depends. Like sometimes it's 80 20, sometimes it's 60 40. I don't see it that way. I don't think it's always 50 50. Like, I think that's the one thing California and I agree on. <laughs> that's just one thing no because probably. case in point yesterday when we went to our family event you were nowhere around that was a hundred percent me and no percent you right you needed to be home so right i stepped up and i was there representing our family i'm saying overall i know but i'm not sure I'm what you're saying, saying it's literally like a situational thing like there are some days where you carry more of everything in our relationship well, than yeah, i do that's that's what I'm saying, though, is I'm saying overall, over the lifespan of an entire relationship, it'd be 50-50. Yeah. Mm, yeah, but when it comes to something like that, where one person's being abused, whether it's emotionally, mentally, physically, sexually, whatever, that's not 50%. Okay. That, that's the, here's the part of the problem is, because he had used the word abuse, too, and the problem I have with it is, when I hear the word abuse, it is someone knowingly taking advantage of another person, knowingly demeaning the other person, knowingly doing things like that. Right. And that's the only reason why I have the an issue with the word and him using the word abuse is simply because I had no idea. It was the framework that him and I created when we were like eight. And it's more of an aggression you versus know? an abuse. Well, and that's the other thing, too, is he used the term aggression. And I'm like, what do you mean aggressive? And now this person's a very passive person, granted. Um, but, the, for example, um, I'm sitting here going, what does he mean aggressive? What does he mean aggressive? And I'm like, I come to him with everything that I have an issue with. I've always come to him and been like, hey, look, this is going on. Let's talk about it, you know, so forth. Right. And I'm like, you know, and I'm making sure I'm wondering. And I was like, I wonder if he thinks. Like, cause when I was younger, I was very passive aggressive and I'm like, I wonder if he's thinking of when I was younger and I was passive aggressive, but I'm not passive anymore. I think and then I went, that only leaves the word aggressive. 
But the thing is, is it's the intent isn't to domineer. The intent is to be forthcoming. Right. But from someone who's not used to that, and if for someone who has surrounded themselves with kiss ass people, right, and and who pretends like every relationship or superficial is, is fine and everything's surface, right, right, you saying, dude, that's messed up. You need to look at this, dude. That's messed up. You need to be right. honest, dude. That's messed up. You need to do this. You're being very aggressive and telling him what he has to do, right? Whether you're meaning to tell him that he has to do it, or you're like. You, this is something we should work on or, Hey, you know, I, I hear you. Right. You sh- are you, how are you working on that or whatever? Like it's coming across, like you need to do this and you need to do that. And that's, and, and the funny thing, and I agree, I agree with you. And the funny thing is, is that again, the moment you were like, yeah, it's unhealthy. Like every single time I've learned something about myself, I've gone and looked and said, okay, how do I apply this to all my current relationships? And the only one that I didn't was with him because it's not broke. Don't fix it. And it's the way we set things up years ago. And yeah, it's the one relationship that doesn't need maintenance. It's, it's just, it is what it is. And now looking back objectively at that relationship going, Oh shit. Okay. This is not what I thought it was because I hadn't, given it i haven't doubted it right you know and that's the thing is like i never doubted that relationship i never looked at it in that manner because it was just our relationship but now looking back at it i'm going holy crap you know at various times we'd be having a discussion he would tell me about other people right and looking back now he was trying to say what his opinion was but the problem is, is if you tell me, well, other people, this, well, you and I are talking, I don't give a shit about other people. Yeah. You know, so, but in his point of view, I'm probably dismissing his opinion altogether. Well, and like and, we started, we started asking ourselves, you know, a, a while ago, you know, is this, hey, let's, let's talk. Okay. Do I need to fix this right. or do I just need to listen? There was none of that with you. So you're just assume everything needs to be fixed. Well, and that's the thing, though, is that is something that I actually brought to him years ago. I brought to, I did bring two, two of the tools that I brought to him years ago was I need you to tell me what it is you want me to do here. Listen, help you figure out a solution or stay quiet. Or there was one other one, but yeah. But I'm guessing at no point was he capable of communicating any of that. No. And then the, and the other tool that I gave, I keep tools just sounds weird, but it is, but the other tool, well, no, like blah, blah, is such a tool that just, Oh, I don't see it that way. I know. But the other tool that I gave him was the one that, uh, pineapple juice. Oh Lord. And it's my safe word. <laughs> I told him, I love that, that video. But the thing is, is that, uh, I told him, I said, look, if I start getting overwhelming, cause I do get passionate, I do get, very hyper, which would come across as aggressive. Yep. And I said, if I start overwhelming you or you think I'm not listening anymore, drop the word either pickles or pineapple juice. Or something like monkey butt. What? What? <laughs> and it's what it will do is throw me out of rhythm just so I'll go, wait a minute, what are you talking about? Oh shit. Okay. I didn't, you know, so I gave him that as well and it never got used. And that's the thing is, is like, you know, I've been trying to make adjustments without knowing there was a problem. 
you know, it was just basically, I've learned this about myself. If I do come across this way to you, please let me know. Mm-hmm. Because I told him, I was like, you know, I can work on things if I know they're there. And at one point I had mentioned that thing that with the friend Jeff, where he had said, dude, you're fucking up. Yeah. And I went, what are you talking about? And then when I thought about it, I've made good adjustments since then. Yeah. And I had, I had told him at one point, I was like, that's who I need to surround myself with is people that will put my ass in check if I get out of line. The same way that you said you and I relationship works, because if I get online, you'll tell me. If you get online, I'll tell you. And right. we kind of keep each other in check. So the situation basically is like a lot of the things I would love to be able to talk to him at some point, just to say, look, I can see where you're coming from. I can see. I apologize for my part in it. Please understand that nothing was ever deliberate, intentional. Right, right, right. So forth. Because you know, part of the discussion at one point was like, it's a master slave thing. And I was like, oh, Lord. But again, <laughs> the masters knew they were being the masters. Right. Yeah. There was this whole thing had like neither of you realized what was going on until it was too late. Right. But the thing is, is like, well, you you saw the whole thing and there was a lot of aggression there. Like I was deliberately being aggressive. And I'm like, no, 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 no. This is 100 percent innocent framework of childhood youth that we never modified together. And that's the reason why I'm saying, like, in our case, if there was intent, yes, it wouldn't be 50 50. But. I had no clue. I know. And, you know, so I'll take my 50% in a heartbeat. The other thing that's sad is, well, I also want to say, look, there's no expectation here to resume the friendship because the framework that it's apparently built on is hurting you. And I would never want to hurt somebody I care about. Right. You know, um, but just being in limbo sucks. I know. But. With letting him be on his island and do what he needs to do and me not having to think about it or worry, and I appreciate you. Again, you may not agree, but you're respecting the wish that it hurts me, so you're not going to engage. It, I can move past. I wanted to record today and say this to get it out there in the universe, get it out of my system. Okay. and. I'm going to do my best to just kind of wait till the day and quietly hope, but I'm going to try to focus on some of my other projects as well. Like Um, I said, you need to live your life. Exactly. This cannot be something that just dead end railroads. Exactly. Hit the wall. We can't go any farther. Right. That's you're going to miss everything. (laughs) I agree with you. And that's the reason why, like I said, I was looking forward to coming here to record today with you and to get it out of my system. So the end date was the cutoff date of that person come to you. Mm-hmm. The end date then becomes, okay, now I need to reach out to this person and say, hey, I want to have a conversation, if nothing else, just to say thanks and have a good life. That date needs to be sooner than the Nope. That's that's what it was for you. It was if I haven't oh, you been were approached, come to Jesus at that if point. I haven't been approached by this date, okay. Then you and I, then I need to sit down and say, what's the game plan? And if there isn't one, or you don't want to figure out one, it's been really fun. But I'm moving on now. I wish you well, and I wish you well. Okay, thank you for that clarification. 
Uh, because yeah, honestly, because I heard you something the other day. You're like, by that's end date, and then I'm done. And I was like, no, that's not how that works. Okay, no, no, no. yeah, because no, basically, I was like, if if I don't hear it's from you by that date, giving then yourself fuck permission you. to reach out at this date because the other person I've given you long enough hasn't yeah. had a chance, doesn't know how, can't figure it out, whatever. Right. It's you saying, okay, this has been an ungodly amount of time. You should have at least gotten to the point where you can say X, Y, and Z by now, and I haven't heard from you. So I'm taking a step, whether you like it or not, and I'm saying, if we're able to have a conversation soon, great. If not, for my own well-being, it's been great. Peace out, homie. Right. (laughs) No, and that's that's helpful, too, because I was honestly thinking the other day, I was like, well, I don't want the date to pass and him have no clue. Right. And then when he comes to me, I'm going to be like, well, fuck you. I don't want to, I don't right. want that either. But That's, no, that makes sense. Right. That makes sense. Um, okay. So the yeah, deadline is a little different than I thought. So thank you. You I came do. in. Yeah. You came in like 45 days <laughs> right before your deadline. <laughs> I know. Thank God for Tammy getting married, right? <laughs> So, uh, but anyway, that's the thing in the universe. And I do, I did, I did feel bad yesterday. And it, it was funny because last night you were upset with me and you were like, well, you're being dramatic. I was like, well, I wasn't being dramatic. I was actually, I got dressed to go to the church and I got that. And I was like, okay, I could do this. I could do this. And me of, I am really, I do not put on a happy face. I cannot be I fake. Know, which is why I was saying like, you getting dressed and doing the whole thing and then sitting there huffing and puffing. Like to me, it was like the teenager that doesn't want to go, but right. mom's making me go. Right. And that's why I was like, stay home. And you were like, no, it's not fair. I gotta go. And I'm like, Oh, we're all going to be miserable. And that's the thing is like, <laughs> I was fighting and you took it as me being dramatic. Cause I was like, I'm not being dramatic. I was fighting with myself and because I, get I was like, it. I have to do this. I have to get over this. Once I get dressed, I'll be in the mood. Once I get in the car, I'll be in the mood. No. And then we're driving, and then what happened was, is I thought, if somebody gets mighty about being certain religion, no, or started, uh, um, not kissing ass, but there was none of it. You get what I'm saying. It was actually a great time. There was so much space. Has that always been the all- case? No. Okay, but so- I'm telling you that. It was very calm, very chill, and I was like, you know what? I don't necessarily know that it would have been if you had come in the mood that you were in. It right. would have been all tensed up and all pissed off and And I very likely and... would have seen issues that weren't there. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, so, he's but the thing is, me. He's not ignoring you. He's cooking. <laughs> but the thing is, is I wasn't trying to be dramatic. I was struggling with myself, and then I, I finally it. went. And then you said like something like I I didn't get anything to eat and I was like well if you want to go back to the house and get yogurt then you can drop me off and you were like mm. you did it and I appreciate it uh but yeah so that was my thing on that is is I and I did apologize to you I was like I wasn't trying to be dramatic I know uh, this is just new realm for me and like I said I I want to move forward well and the reason I quickly spun a u-turn as soon as you said you can drop me off i was like oh thank god yeah because i was not gonna sit there and listen to you be the way you were all and i came day. home all by myself meanwhile we were all 
<laughs> you guys did you guys did have a good time and i we do want a great time it was wonderful it was very small intimate there wasn't anybody we didn't know like it was all just it was just the family yeah and i would like to meet up with them given another opportunity um so moving on past that the one other issue i didn't tell you about um was i was proud of myself because <laughs> on saturday um gabby was going to spend the night at her friend's house okay and she asked me if she could take her brand new Surface laptop. Oh. And I said, no, in an unquestionable stern voice. Oh, wow. Okay. Right? And then about five minutes later, I said, yeah, I mean, come back down here, please. And she goes, what? And I said, I don't want to just say no. I want to know what your reasons are for wanting to take it with you. Hmm. Um. And I said, uh, I'm still leaning towards no, but go ahead. And she said she wanted to show her friend who is going to be getting a computer soon mm. how to do some things on it. She also wanted to be able to play Roblox and do some other stuff like that with her. Mm -hmm. Two players. And I told her, I said, um, let me discuss with you my concerns of why I'm leaning towards no. Okay. And I said, um, she automatically just said, uh, my friend's little sister. And I said, yes. Aww. And she goes, she He's won't play with it. little kid. She doesn't mess with it. But anything. I don't know that. I know. So she, she I'm said, telling you right now, that little one is harmless. She's afraid of everything. <laughs> so she said, um, yeah, I agree. I don't want her near it. Okay. And then I said, uh, um. I could talk to her mom if you want to make sure that's clear, if you think it'll become an issue. Like, because some parents are like, oh, if you're playing with it, then you have to let everybody play. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but she goes, no, that should be fine. And then I said, also, I said, here's the thing. You can take it if you want. I said, I want you to understand mm -hmm. that in your backpack, that's $1,300 sitting there. Right. And she goes, I understand. And I'll be very careful. And I said, it will not go on the floor at all. And she goes, no, it won't. Okay. I said, then it's yours to break. Jesus. It's your decision to make. Mm -hmm. And she said, okay. And she took did you it. Her, did you give her the, this is the only one you're getting talk? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's the thing is I was very proud of myself because I said no. And then I was like, come were back. You, why were you saying no? Were you saying no just because no or... Because originally the rules has always been she's not allowed to take it outside the house. Gotcha. Um, well, but this also is a because good exercise in responsibility. But because also it's it's thirteen hundred dollars. Well, and I get it, but laptop. but having it go with her to spend seventeen hours or however long yeah. she was there, versus you know at a friend's house versus okay you can take this to school and God knows what happens to it. Right. You know. But like, even though I still didn't want her to take it, but I was like, you know what. It's hers. I gave it to her. It's yeah. her decision to make. But I was just proud of myself because of normally I'd be like, no, and then leave it that way. Well, and I'm proud of her for and not like, flipping out. Yeah. She and said, for okay, having very honest yeah. discussion with you. Right. And she even agreed with your concerns. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, uh, it goes back to the previous discussion as far as, you know, I don't want the kids to think that I'm saying no all the time, that I'm not approachable because right. that is my nature of how I come across. Yeah. So I was like, no. And then I was like, come back. And then we discussed it. And she said, okay. So I, I felt really good that we 
that's next time she goes to ask something she knows she might get a little bit of a lecture but i'm pliable within reason or if she really heard if she really heard she'll say hey can i do x y and z because here's what i'm thinking right and that i would have loved if she came to me with her if she came to me prepared right well the same way i told you as far as like her roblox spending i said tell her to come up with something and then approach me with something logical right as far as this is what i would like to do and i know your feeling is no but here's why i would like to do it right and that will always if somebody comes at me with logical reasons behind their thoughts that i will go i can't argue with your logic well let me explain to you why i think we should go to tahiti because <laughs> just kidding. It was at this moment that he knew he fucked up. <laughs> no Tahiti. Rude. Uh, until everything's recovered and you can pay for it. Oh. Only if you get us one of those little floating houses in the water. Overwater bungalow. Oh my god. Anywhere. Oh my god. Doesn't have to be Tahiti. Gonna be Lake Anna. Those are fucking expensive. No, they have some in the Caribbean. Oh. And in Mexico. Those things are amazing. Yeah, but they're less expensive. Oh, I'm sure they are. Okay. Um, so anyway, be a long time um, before I can pay for one of those things. <laughs> let's see. So. So you didn't go over our goals. You just launched right into your story. No, and the reason why is because goals are totally fucked. This last, unless did you achieve any of yours? Um, what were they? <laughs> probably, trying, probably no. I was trying Ooh. not to be depressing. I hit all my walking and calorie goals for the uh for four out of the seven days this week. Okay. Yeah. Good thing for that. Uh, did I drink water every day? <laughs> no, did not. <laughs> did I finish the stupid arcade button? No, I did not. I know. I'm I'm doing so horribly on that. And uh, but oh, we did nothing from the bucket list this week. <laughs> we need like an oh. <laughs> Very sad. So the thing though is that I am working on making an application for my arcade channel, like making an actual little app. So have that you I can give out. pivoted? <laughs> From doing the button to an application? I still want to finish the button, but the application I'll finish in the next couple of days. Oh. So the thing is, like, to do this, uh, to make this video, the instructions would be so convoluted. And if you fuck up once in the 130 steps. Oh, Jesus. You have to start over. Nope. So I'm making an application to automate it all. Cool. And uh, that should be really cool. Can you cool. sell that? I could, but I'm not. I'm going to have a little about button that says, if you want to donate, go here. And if you want to go to my channel, I don't channel, want so. to make us any money. Well, because of it, be off of other people's stuff that's free. So that's not really. Eh, whatever. Um, but in any case, uh, yeah. Bit of copyright that bitch. That's just a script. It's based off somebody else's thing anyway. Um, Everything was based off of something. This is true. This and is people true. take the based off of. And use it as a jumping board and patent things. This is true. I mean, had my great, great, great grandfather <laughs> not been a derelict alcoholic. 
Yeah. We'd be the uh, Alka Seltzer family. <laughs> yeah, I thought the alcoholism in my family ran bad. <laughs> no, literally sold the formula for what became Alka Seltzer for twenty five dollars to buy booze. <laughs> Not even good booze. Not even good booze. Just a guts to get a drink. <laughs> yeah. $25. That's, that's, that's just bad. I know. So I've been having fun, though, playing games with Gabby and playing games with Alex. That's cool. And uh, watching more movies with you, including the oh. scary-ass Annabelle Jesus movie. Jesus Christ. We watched Annabelle, which is the second in the Conjuring movies that... If you're watching them, which is how we chose to watch them in chronological, no, in release in date, release by release date. So the first movie was The Conjuring, second movie is Annabelle, and he made me watch that last night. Thanks for that. I had nightmares about mm. creepy ass dolls. And again, the reason why we watch them in that order is because we know a lot of people like to watch them in the chronological order of the way the story is played out. The problem is, is that when the directors are releasing the movie, they're doing, they're releasing gotchas and reveals based on what the general audience has already seen so in a movie where something could have been a magical reveal they're not going to be dramatic as much because they know you've already seen it yeah which means which means we completely what are you pushing buttons over there for oh no i didn't hear anything which we completely watch the marvel movies wrong yeah (laughs) i feel like we need to Rewatch them. Oh no. What happened? I had gotten you specifically. What? Oh, never mind. So here's the thing. <laughs> I was getting prepared because imagine if you will. Star Wars four, five, and six. Right? Okay. Five is where it's Luke, I am your father. Oh yeah. Right? But if you start from one, one you're two like, and three. Wah, wah, yeah, we're not. Who cares? So it's like <laughs> You watch number five, it says, Luke, I am your father. That's nothing. Okay. If you've watched one, two, and three. Yeah. And the whole time you're screaming, that's your dad, that's your dad. Yeah, we know. <laughs> you're going to be a little asshole and kill a bunch of little kids, or you killed a bunch of little kids, you know. Right. But the thing is, like, it just, yeah, so we watch them in the order that they were released so we get to act like an audience member originally. Mm, so let's see it's gonna probably be a shorter show for today because you said you're not in the mood to talk i'm just tired i don't have anything to talk about it was very emotional lots of family time which it was emotional because (laughs) i talked about it last week that my grandmother was finally laid to rest Mm -hmm. and then what i didn't expect was that i was going to be the one to place the ashes Um, yeah you had no idea she asked me um, the night before. Okay. She said, do you, you didn't get to say, cause we, I, we weren't able, the kids and I and you were not able to go to the funeral mass, mass that was on Thursday. Mm. And, um, so she said, and everyone in the family, like all the grandkids basically ran the show. All the grandkids had speaking parts. Um, my one cousin gave the eulogy. Like we just, you know, we did all of it because for whatever reason, my mom, my aunt and her and my uncle, her brother and sister, 
they just this hit them really hard and they were not able to speak or give any sort of anything like yeah even more than their dad like just i don't know it was like this is mom like i can't i can't go up there and tell everybody goodbye to mom like I don't know like they were all wigged out she was obviously the softer so, side yeah of, so my yeah. my one cousin gave the eulogy the other two or the other three cousins gave um readings my brother did um the more biblical reading and then because i wasn't there i didn't do anything mm-hmm. and um so when i think i think my brother's kids took something in i don't remember anyway so she asked my mom asked me that night when we are we're all having like a late lunch or whatever she's like would you like to place her ashes mm. um she's like none of us think we can do it <laughs> i was like what gotcha and i was like yeah you're just putting a box in a hole like what's the big deal like right. whatever but then like i don't know it was weird seeing it there like and oh there's grandpa's ashes and yeah i don't know so then i put the box the box down for the ashes yeah. i i laid the box next to his and then I touched his box, touched her box. I said, you know, you're together again. And then, okay, that sounded inappropriate. I know. <laughs> I'm greedy, but I'm like, I'm I not going to do the sound effect. It's I'm terrible. Not. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry, Jesus. Sorry, Lord. His remains. I touched his remains. I touched her remains. And I was like, yeah. you guys are together again. Yeah. You know, be, be happy. And then, like, I stood back, and she was like, did you want to say something? And I was like, well, I actually had written something. And then I was like, there's no way I can read this. It's, yeah. It's, plus, it was too personal. Like, yeah. I just said from my point of view, and it just, I don't know. I felt like it would have been like, well, it's all about you. Right. But, um, but being the first grandchild, I felt like that was good that I got to. Yeah. Put the ashes there or whatever. But it was like I wasn't expecting it to be emotional and it was. And then I walked across the the street and you know, I was just looking out and I remember having stood in the same spot. So I took a picture and you know, it was just it's very calm. Um, my grandfather was a Korean War veteran, so him and my grandmother were both interred at Arlington National Cemetery, which is a great honor. And we actually mm. didn't even realize we were gonna be getting an honor guard for my grandma. Yeah. Um. So the fact that there were those two soldiers there was amazing. Yeah, was they really handled cool. very respectfully and. Oh yeah. Yeah. The whole thing was really neat. So it's the whole experience is nice, but the whole place is just you don't expect it to be, but it's calm. Yeah, it's very peaceful. Yeah. And. So yeah, that was. That was on Friday. Yeah, and it then, was um, well, it started on Thursday, and then it was Friday, and then Saturday I was gone all day with, the real estate team doing stuff mm-hmm. with them and. It was, you know, into D.C. and into Arlington and the day before we were in Arlington. And it's just. You tired. A, I've been doing a lot of driving. Well, and then yesterday we drove to Alexandria. And then from there we drove to Great Falls. Like, we were literally a quarter mile to the river. Right. Into Great Falls. That's how far we were. Like, <laughs> And it was funny, though, because after the internment, internment. 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 Internment is prison. Right. Internment. <laughs> Uh, we went to your aunt and uncle's and I had a good talk with your uncle Oh, what? uh, because we were talking and I like that he is, he was starting to get a little bit passionate. Well, yeah, that's how he gets, but we were but talking about, <laughs> yeah, well, he was starting to just be like, Oh, but and I get the same way. Yeah. But we were talking about 
the COVID status mm. and the stuff like that. And I said, well, the thing is, if people are vaccinated, they're not going to die from it. Then why do we care if the infection rates go up? And he's like, well, because it'll mutate over and over and over again. So does the flu. And I'm like, but if you're not going to die from it, then why does it matter? And he goes, because people still aren't vaccinated some and it causes it to mutate. I said, but at the same time, I said, I predicted in March of 2020 that this is going to be something that's not going to go away. That's something we have to deal with. He goes, yeah, it's not going to go away. And I'm like, well, if you know it's not going to go away, then how do you expect to try to stop it to prevent it from mutating? Thank you. Aren't you at the point where you're saying, okay, it's going to spread. We know it is. Get people vaccinated so they don't die from it. And then call it a day. And he's like, well, we need to do what we can. Like, he was stuck in a loop. Yes. And, like, I was giving his own logic back to him. Yep. And he wasn't seeing what I was saying. And I'm like. But you're saying we can stop it, but we know we can't stop it. That doesn't make sense. No. So in any way, uh, but it was a peaceful discussion, but. Um, which I was very thrilled. It's been a very long time since I've had an opposing discussion with somebody where they didn't flip out. Well, um, and I think some of that, too, is he's also logical because he's a yeah. scientist. Yeah. So you got and, to talk sorry, to someone if, on your level. If you're new to the show, her uncle works with... Uh, finding cures and things like that he doesn't work with diseases he used to um but he's been working on actually vaccinations okay (laughs) for the past uh like five six years it started with um uh i forget which one it was well actually a long time ago he was involved in creating the rapid um test that they use in the gyn's office during a pap smear and stuff Mm. the one that they whatever they speak the normal one that everybody uses he was involved in creating that and then for a long time he was um working with anthrax and trying to find a um like a vaccine for that and then he got this other job and so he actually travels around the world talking about how to give um vaccines and how to vaccinate in mass quantities so that the people in he's been to like india and you know just all over where they don't maybe have the greatest medical infrastructure and he helps to put these teams together and train them on how to do this. Yeah. So. Well, the other thing that we have to discuss with the kids here in a little bit. Uh, is <laughs> the. I'm going to keep saying. Uh, Virginia has decided that. Not Virginia. Not sorry. Virginia. The, uh, the county we live in. The emperor of Loudoun. The, uh, the super, super idiot. Super has idiot. Uh, decided that the kids are going to have to go back with masks. In the fall, and again to protect the children, which the, kids, the children aren't not just the kids, every the every person in the building. And again, unless there's no one in the building, in which case the teachers can take their masks off amongst each other. Yes. So the teachers, the ones that of any of the population that uh-huh. would be really at yep. risk, would be the teachers. Yep. They can take yep. their masks off if they're socially distanced and if there's no students. But the kids who aren't at risk of death nearly in any real measurable way. Correct. Don't have to wear them during physical education or a physical activity and don't have to wear them during medical procedures. So like if they go when Alex goes to get his medicine, he can take it off. And um, if they're having lunch or eating or drinking, they can take them off. So So at all the times where they talk to each other. Yes. At all the times where they would mostly be blowing in each other's faces. Right. So when I, I, speci- I just sent an email to the 
the, I replied to his email to us mm-hmm. and sent it to him and said, so you're basically telling us that the trans, the virus will not be transmitted while the children are eating or during physical activity. However, it will be transmitted if they're to sit next to each other in math or science class. That's so ridiculous. I don't understand the science behind this, and please show me your proof. Yeah, there's none. And then I asked. I said, I'm not any. being flipped. I really want to know. If they're, if everyone's supposed to be wearing masks, what was the mad dash to get every staff member in, in the county, yeah, uh, in the school system, vaccinated? It's all for virtue. And for all the kids 12 and up. What was what was the rush to do all of that if it's not going to matter? Because your vaccination status doesn't matter whether you can wear one or not. Yeah. And then I let him know in no uncertain terms will my children be walking walking into school with one and here's why. And if you have any problems with this, you can let me know. Without one. Right. My children will not and I never use the word mask. I said face covering. Yeah. And I said, uh, my children will not be walking into that into either of their schools. Wearing a face covering will right. not underline and bold. Um, and if you have any issues with this, here's here's where you can reach me. Yeah. And um, I explained about Alex and his sensory issues and yeah. da, da, da. And I said, now we don't have an IEP or a 504. And then in parentheses, I said, I'm more than happy to talk to you about that situation at another time. Mm. And then um, I said, but every school, every administrator, every staff member, every teacher at his schools have been more than willing to accommodate his special needs. Yeah. And, you know, when he needs this, they get, you know, they're happy to oblige him. Right. I said, so I'm expecting the same courtesy going forward in this case. Right. And then, you know, my daughter, she struggles with asthma. And I'm not so much worried about her uh, physical as much as I am about her emotional and social yeah. and mental health. In this case, having to be masked all the time because she doesn't like to be loud. She is not. I mean, she likes to be loud when she's alone, but like in a school environment or something, yeah. she's not going to speak up and yell so she can be heard through a mask. Right. So she's going to be sitting in a corner quietly. That's not good. Right. <laughs> yeah. So this is just crazy. Again, the same thing. If they were, if they had information and numbers to truly back up the, actions that they were staying and that's what i even said that'd be different data now is infinitely better than the data was back in the spring when they reopened and let the hybrid kids come to school right so where's the logic yeah exactly so the uh but that's gonna be another fun thing we're gonna have that discussion yeah exactly (laughs) and it's it's a that's one thing that's really funny is so many times you tell me calm down just oh, idiots no. on Facebook don't do anything, and then because like because it doesn't concern us, right? For but, the most part, like you get riled up over stuff that you have no control over, really. Right. At the but end, you of and the I day. have flipped in totally. this situation. Now you're fucking with my kids' education. Yeah. Screw you. I'm gonna kick some ass if I have to. Yeah. And I'm <laughs> the thing is like I've basically not been on Facebook. I know at all for a while because you like people are on Facebook are too stupid to have a discussion. Back away. There's no point. Right. And then I'm sitting here seeing you going straight to the root cause whenever you can of people that are blatantly not listening. Yep. And I'm like, you're not going to get anywhere with it. You're like, fuck it. I'm going anyway. I don't care. You're like, I'll get them all. Recall them all. Um, 
Yeah, and that's the thing. It's just like it's so crazy the climate right now. And again, it's just just nuts. You know. Anyway, so we uh, have a would you rather? Oh yeah, would you rather? It's kind of random. Um, Would you rather? uh, It relates to your eyesight since you've been having some issues. Okay, so you said you were having issues with your eyes. A little bit. There, my my LASIK is not tweaked perfectly yeah, anymore. Get tweaked. But anyway, would you rather have blurry vision for the rest of your life, or have perfect vision and only see in black and white? Yeah. Right. Yes. <laughs> your your life would become a fifties sitcom. <laughs> All right. How much? How much? blurriness are we talking it didn't define just everything's blurry all the time for the rest of your life and we're talking like cataracts or no just like... everything's out of focus god and i couldn't get any of the special glasses to nope, make nothing me see has, color nothing exists dude that's not it's in color blurry or perfect vision black and white Oh my god! Both are so critical to me. <laughs> I know. Uh, I mean, if we're talking blurry as far as what I see now compared to perfect vision, then I would say blurry. But if we're talking like I can't read a computer screen, then you I don't can decipher colors. But that's about it. Oh, then I'd have to have black and white perfect vision because I'd have to be able to read. Well, yeah. And that, I mean, what good is seeing color if you can't tell what the colors are? Well, you can tell what the colors are. You said you're just seeing colors. If I'm not seeing that that is a car, that is a this. No, I can't you would No, you would see shapes and, and colors, right? So you would see, like, there's a table over there and it's brown. But, like, I can't make out how many rungs are on the chair and I can't see if the table has detail I in wouldn't it. be able to work on the computer i wouldn't be able to drive i wouldn't probably be able to, not yeah so no i'd have to have no color yeah that would suck because <laughs> i'd have to have you like colorize this for me <laughs> i'd become the, an expert in black and white photography because i wouldn't be able to i'd have like really <laughs> fucked up color photos if i tried right yeah that sucks but yeah i'd, ha- I'd rather see sharply then I could at least still do the things I have to do. And then have to make sure the high contrast 508 features are super important at work. We've been discussing that. 508. Uh, disability requirements. So, like, oh, when they make okay. an application, 508 is all the compliances. So, oh, gotcha. Blind and oh, that's fine. Because the 504 is the plan for the disabled and um, special needs kids at the school. Okay. If you don't have an IEP, you can have a 504. Okay. Anyway. So, yeah, uh, I would say black and white. You? It would have to be black and white because I've always had, knock on wood, um, 2020. And only in the last couple of years. You don't like, anymore. The, well, the, for the most part. But they told me that in, you know, mid-40s, I'd probably have to start wearing glasses for, I forget what it was, long distances maybe. I don't remember. Anyway. But I tend to panic. When my eyesight gets a little blurry, like if I have water in my eyes or something, or Mm -hmm. like I have watery from like allergies or if something gets in my eye, 
and I can't open my eye and focus and see, like, I have a panic attack. <laughs> yeah. No, pretty much. Like, it, I freak out. Um, And so I, I just couldn't handle being like that all the time. Like, that would drive me insane. I'd have to, like, yeah, flip, that's flip like, my wrist. <laughs> I would get, I would get panic. Dear Lord. Well, if you can't see. I used to get <laughs> sorry to any blind <laughs> listeners out there. Oh yeah, sorry, I didn't mean it like that. Dear I just Lord. meant like I Well, okay. <laughs> it's one thing to be blind. Uh-huh. It's another to have your vision all fucked up and never be able to rectify it. Sorry for everybody with cataracts out there. Well, no, but you can have surgery. You can smoke now some you pot. Can. You can do now what, you can. Right, that's what I'm saying. You like, can you get imagine... LASIK. You can get whatever and you can wear glasses. If there was literally no way for you to not have yeah. blurry vision, like, I, yeah. I, I'd lose it. Yeah, I, it would definitely be hard, which is funny. That's the reason why also um, the guy I know from poker, the Eddie guy from Jeopardy. Yeah. I contacted him a couple months ago because we're trying to talk about this kiosk thing for work and, and oh, yeah. how to make things more accessible to the blind and so forth and it's funny because like i think worst case scenario i'm blind it's funny that he's his his profession besides his past jeopardy winnings and stuff like that is he's a sports writer but he can't see the games <laughs> right he listens to the audio he tracks the stats all the math oh. all, all that stuff and i i find it amazing that you know, back in the day of radio, I could definitely make more sense if somebody would be a reporter, a reporter on the sports because they'd be hearing everything and stuff like that. But now right. everything is so society is so visual based, right? On everything, I find it amazing that his career is something that most people watch, right? You know, um, so interestingly enough, point yeah, oh, clear sorry, vision, black and white. Interesting yeah. enough, yes. Um. We had to cancel it and reschedule it for the end of the month. But tomorrow, the real estate team, we were going to be meeting with someone who works as the director of the local Foundation for the Blind in Mm -hmm. Arlington. Um, He was going to be giving a talk about the different ways and things that you can do to help blind people buy and sell homes. Interesting. Because they can't see the photos online. Right. They can't, you know, when you walk through the home, they can't see it. Right. So you need to know how to describe things to them and there are certain things they might need. And so he's actually going to give us a talk and then we're going to walk through a home with him and he's going to show us like this is how you would do that. Let me know. I'm curious if it'd be like as you enter in the foyer, it is this size, this square footage. I'm, yeah, I don't know here, how. Let me know. Well, I mean, if you, wanted, if you wanted to come, you could come to the talk or I could include you on the Zoom. Maybe it might be interesting. Because it would be helpful for your kiosk thing. You might pick up a couple of things. It's true, too. Uh, let me know about more about it when you find out the details. Yeah. Because uh, that does sound interesting. Okay. Anyway, um, so we are next week going to be going to California. Well, not till the middle of the week. Not till the middle of the week. but So we will be recording next Sunday. I, I was going to say, maybe we should record twice. So then we have something we can post while we're gone. And then we can come back and recap because we come back on a Tuesday morning. Okay, so we'll pick one of your topics for the second recording. Yeah. 
So okay, yeah. Don't so, worry, you won't miss a thing. <laughs> yeah. So uh, next week, though, we'll definitely be there on Sunday, God willing. Yes. 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 <laughs> I don't have a closing sound music yet, but I am working on it. That's all right. And it'll be our favorites. Your favorite song. My oh no. Ah, but in the meantime, no. how do they reach us? Oh, you can reach us on Facebook and Instagram at Happily Bored, B-O-R-E-D, podcast. Or you can email us at info at happily-bored, B-O-R-E-D, dot com. So thanks again for listening. And if you would, if you have friends that may be interested in this, please share it out. We're trying to grow it. And we'll see you or talk to you next week. (laughs) Bye.